Welcome to Dear Diaries, sharing heaven one experience at a time. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or our website, www.deardiaries.co. I'm your host, Rosabee Theok, and welcome to Dear Diaries. Hey, welcome to Dear Diary, sharing heaven one experience at a time. My name is Rosabee Theok, and uh, welcome. So it's been a while, right? I have been um, actually still working, but just doing um, Dear Diary's Wife School, which is uh, the new added assignment that God has given me. So if you guys would like to check that out, I would love for you to check out Dear Diary's Wife School. And um, it's really uh, it's something different. Um, the fact that I'm not a wife yet, but God has uh, called me to do this. And because of that, because of me saying yes, I have been able to hear him talk to me a lot about what it means to be a wife. Um, he's taught me a lot about myself, um, the different subtle things that I need to change and embrace and, um, and really he is wanting to bring back to us wives the original design of what kingdom marriage is and what it looks like so that we can experience god's original design and so that is why we have dear diary so if you would love to um hear what god has to say about that and what it um it will look like for you then uh, go ahead and check that out so, um, and I have to, I have to say that it is going to be challenging for some of you all. And some of you will just be like, oh, it makes perfect sense. So, um, if you want to be challenged, uh, definitely check out Dear Diaries Wife School. So, um, today I just felt led to share a little bit about, uh, me and my story again. Um, just different ways again it's sharing having one experience at a time so i'd like to share an experience uh with you or experiences um let's see how this goes so um i started this off earlier because this is my second time recording i said that i felt like i have not ever lost my childlike faith in my imagination um, growing up and as, a, as an adult. I believe that the realm of imagination has always interested me and has always been open to me and I believe that is the reason why it was much more easier for me to transition um, into a place where I could see and hear things um, from God and even embrace the things that he has called um, you know, me to experience. So um, I'm grateful for that. It's nothing that I can boast about. Um, I just always, as a little kid, I imagined God, this huge and great big God, because in my mind, that's what I thought I heard them say about who God is. And so um, I would say growing up, not, I mean, as I got older and I would experience certain things, and then that thought of, oh, maybe God isn't this huge God that I thought he was growing up. And I think that I mourned, um, I mourned that thought. I mourn realizing 
which was a lie, that he's not a great God and more powerful than every everything and any um, evil in the world. So I believe that's a lie that I begin to believe, but, um, and so I mourned it. I mourned it because I wanted him to be that big God. I wanted him to be able to protect me from all things. And so um, I'm obviously happy and, and grateful that he is what I believed him to be as a kid. And so as I grew up, um, as I got older, and I remember reading the story of Solomon. I remember reading the story of Solomon. I'm sorry if you're hearing things while I'm moving, probably moving my hair. I have the AirPods on. Um, I said to God, you know, Father, I want an extraordinary life with you. I want to move faith to faith. I want the gift of faith, is what I told him. And I believe that my experience, if I look back, if I count the stories, that he answered those prayers. Right now, I left everyone that I know. As you guys know, my listeners, you know, I left everyone that I know in the state of Florida and I moved to Dallas, Texas by myself. Something that I've never done before, would never do, would never consider. But here I am in the state of Texas, um, alone with God, but alone by myself. And um, it was difficult. It was difficult. It was difficult getting here. It was difficult um, being here. Not, and, and the weird thing is, I've always been an introvert. So I don't really care that I was by myself until I was really by myself. Um, so my, you know, my family was always around the corner. They were 20 minutes away, 45 minutes away. But now we have to catch a plane. And um, so when I got here, it was different. And I don't think that would have bothered me as much because if I saw the things that God, I believe God promised me, happened right away. But how many of you know that sometimes it doesn't happen that way? The way you thought, the way you perceived, the way you understood your communication with God is not always the same timeline. He gave you a promise. It doesn't mean that when you thought it was supposed to happen, that it will happen. So it's about to be a year. I'm three months short of a year here with God. And it's finally on the fourth, four months, well, last month is when I finally realized that God wanted to spend time with me here alone in a different way. And so, cause I've always lived alone. Um, I lived alone for three years um, in Florida. So I spending time with God wasn't new, but it was a different new, it was a different thing. And so um, I got to experience him a different way. And I even feel like crying right now because I was alone in a whole different way, a whole nother level, a deeper level I'm, I embarked on this journey that he asked me to go on where I could rely on no one 
but him. And there were mornings I would wake up and I could see and feel his presence standing before the window waiting for me to wake up. And then there were times where I would go to sleep in tears and there were and, and I would feel him comfort me. I would feel almost like I would I would place my head on his lap and he would he would stroke my head and just say, you know, it's okay, I'm here with you. So I got to experience God in a whole different level and um so much so he was so tangible in my in my atmosphere that I I wasn't alone. I knew he was with me and I was grateful that he was with me because it was so tangible and it wasn't you know a week here and then two weeks I feel he was with me tangibly every day and comforting me comforting my soul every single day it was amazing it was amazing it is amazing it still is i'm still i'm still experiencing him and um, him being gentle with me and teaching me about myself showing me that i can that i'm changed you know the enemy sometimes would try to come into my mind and my thoughts and project the thought that I'm not different. I haven't changed. And clearly, if you guys knew me, if you guys knew how I was, um, I have changed. I'm different. I love more. My goodness, I feel love so much more. And it's been a new prayer of mine asking God to give me a new definition of love, a new dimension of love to continue to increase and depart, impart, I'm sorry, impart his love in me that I would overflow with love. And, and that's when he taught me that the more attention you pay to something, the more attention you invest into something, the more it becomes, the more prominent it is, the more it evolves, the more that it grows. And so with that, he taught me how to pay and invest more attention on love. And it changed me a lot. It changed me so much. Um, and now towards the end of the year where I've been here, what I notice in me is that my concern for the children of the earth has grown to that of which a mother would have, um, a, a parent would have. Um, and it wasn't just for my children. I don't have any children. I, I'm, I'm looking at these children who are confused, and it's, and it's, it's caused me to feel pain and and cry and 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 intercede for them as a mother would. So I know that the love of God has changed me, and I'm and I'm just watching this confusion go on in this world and the people are speaking in such a way and you're looking and like 
this is utter confusion. This is, I can't believe I'm listening to this. And so I know the spirit of the enemy, the work of the enemy is really, um, you know, doing a work in the, in the children in the earth. And so I don't even know how I got here. So I'm just going to follow the Lord where I am at. Um, and I asked my pastor, I said, God, I, I mean, God, I said, I said to him, how do I get involved without you just telling me prayer? How do I tangibly get involved with what is going on in this earth? Um, because I was going to sleep every night crying and angry, crying and angry because of these children cutting limbs, um, you know, their organs off, members off, putting, doing these surgeries, um, and their parents being, you know, some parents going along with it, some parents being deceived, some parents being told, well, if you don't let them do this, then you'll, you know, their suicide, they may, you know, commit suicide and that'll be on your hands. And these parents being put in this awful position so I, I would go to sleep angry and crying and asking God, like, God, I feel this change in me. What are you doing to me? I feel like you're, you're putting this righteous indignation in me that's growing and I want to speak and I want to say something and I want to do something. So I just been noticing these changes. But what was so awesome, what my, my pastor said to me is, there's some people God calls to be in the forefront to talk about it like directly, like Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, and um, you know, Ben Sapiro and people like that. Um, there are some other people too, um, you know, talking about it. Um, I don't remember their names, but these are the three that I have been watching the most as well as Ray Comfort um, for abortion. And so what I, what he said to me was, God has given you an assignment. If you stick to your assignment, because not everyone can do everybody else's job. If you don't stick to your assignment, then that's gonna be a, a, a deficit in the earth. And my assignment, he says, directly, directly correlates with bringing people back into the original design of family, of marriage, of roles. And, you know, and as I mentioned in the beginning of the video, this new thing that the Lord has had me go through in this year of me being with him, where it evolved into me starting Dear Diaries Wife School. And I've always had Dear Diaries, and Dear Diaries has always been to speak to the women. But then he had me open up Dear Diaries sharing having one experience at a time, which was for everybody to listen. And that, that uh, as you know, is for people to practice daily life spirit-led, Holy Spirit-led, let me be clear. Holy Spirit-led, spirit -led, not demonic spirit-led, Holy Spirit-led, and what that looks like. So that's what sharing heaven one experience at a time is about. But he said to me, the assignment that God give, gave you for Dear Diaries, which is uh, focused on women, um, focused in 
uh, as far as wife school, bringing women back to the original design of what wifehood looks like, of what um, honor looks like, of women taking their roles and not necessarily the husband's roles. This brings back order in the house. This brings back, there's, there, when you do that, when you start to educate the women in that regard, now you are doing your part to counter the transgender movement, to counter the abortion, to counter all these things that is going on because now you're a voice speaking to women, not only wives, but growing women. Whoever comes along to your page that God would um, navigate to your page, now you're giving them the word of God and you're causing them to come into truth that will set them free. And so he really blessed me with that and he really caused me to focus even the more and to be happy with what God was giving me. And this that righteous indignation is now um, that energy, that, 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 that um, desire to do something about it has now ignited even the more. And so what has God called you to do? And I say this because God is thorough. With my experience, God is thorough in every design, every plan he has. And it's to restore us back to the original design, original relationship, original covenant. So everything that God has called you to do, and when you do it, when you are speaking, preaching, by the utterance of the spirit of truth, people will be set free. So I want you to think about what it is that God has called you to do. What is it that God has assigned you to do? What is your purpose? Do it because it is so needed in the world and God saw fit that in this time for you to be born, to hear it, to experience it, and be the solution to all the earthly problems here. So I implore you um, to dive deeper and Ask God for tenacity to fulfill your assignment. Ask God for strength, the spirit of might to come upon you so that you can finish the tasks that he's given you. Don't look at yourself as someone who doesn't qualify. He called you and therefore he will qualify you. And everything that is needed to do your assignment is already within you. And I, I, I strongly want to say to you, you have to do it. You need to do it. You need to do it to save those who are lost and confused. And whatever it is that your assignment is, it will affect, it will have a domino effect on bringing solution, freedom, and help to those who are confused, who are lost, and who are in need of God. Uh, my name is Rosemary Theok. This is Dear Diaries, Sharing Heaven, one experience at a time. God bless you.